Ready. It's not bad. It's not good either, but it's not bad. The beat is banging. You ready to come in? Party all the time, party all the time, party all the time. Party all the time, party all the time. Alright. No, no, let it go. Uh oh, we are ready. Thank you. Eddie! <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk to you, Eddie. I want half, Eddie. Half. I want half. I want half. <laughs> Got a bone through my nose. <laughs> oh, that shit still go hard. Oh. Raw, which one is that? Raw or the other one? Um, raw is the one we talk about with the bitch with the uh, bone through her nose. Yeah. Yeah, that's that raw. Still, that one still is I, I still maintain delirious. Yeah, I still maintain that delirious is funnier. Well, which, okay. Delirious well, is the one. I don't, I would have to watch it, but Delirious is the one where he has on like the uh like the purple blue snakeskin jumpsuit. And the other one's the red. With the with the ring on outside of the glove. <laughs> that's the one with that's the one where he was in love and like he broke up with his chick right before they got married. What chick? Some girl that he was engaged to. No, it was before Nicole. That's he he had on a leather glove with the engagement ring on the outside of that bitch. Eddie, why did you have the engagement ring? Cause you know okay. reasons. Right. Don't be questioning Eddie. <laughs> So we saw, Are you Rick James? Um, <laughs> Are you the sexiest the motherfucker chat. in the world? That's what we saw. And My dear brother Noopsy. Does it still hold up? Yes. Like, okay. What, what do you mean by hold I, up? There were moments in there that I, st I still chuckled and found shit funny. Okay. There, I had a few hearty heart heart moments. Yeah. So, so, like, first of all, first of all, <laughs> big ups to Eddie Murphy for making a fantasy kung fu action adventure flick in the 80s starring a black man. Was it kung fu though? A little bit. A little bit of kung fu. Oh, little, little bit of Asian mysticism. Oh. Like, this... <laughs> Y'all want me to believe that Annie Murphy is this person who can beat up. I mean, it was like... No, they don't want you to believe that anyway. Like, you the don't think, want you to believe that? No, like, okay, remember the movie... Okay, first of all, let's let's just... Let's get this out of the way. Does the movie hold up, right? Again, I laughed right. several times. So, The Golden Child was never like, like, laugh all the time kind of movie, but is it a good movie? Yes, it's a simple story. The jokes are funny now because the joke. I'm older. Yep, you get it a little more. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get more of the uh, the things that are unsaid in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's it's just a it's a solid movie. It was never a great movie, but it's a no. good movie, <laughs> right? It's great. good. It's 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 a good watch. I wouldn't like say, oh, you have to go watch it. But if you if you remember it from a childhood, it's it's still a good watch. It's right. still entertaining. Grab yourself a drink. Which yeah, grab yourself and a drink. A few whatever your libation of choice is, whatever your medicine is, and just it's a good evening, kicking back, relaxing. Um, there are other movies of his that I would rather watch. Such as Harlem Nights. Like, by a mile. Right? Or Coming to America. I think Coming to America is better. I think Harlem Nights is better. I would rather watch the Beverly Hills Cops again. I'd rather watch those again. Because I think... the first one. I think the second Definitely one. I like... The second one is my favorite one. Right? Because the first one was okay, but the second one was a lot. So second one was better produced and all of that. Because right. the story was better. Yeah. I think, the, sec I think the second Beverly Hills Cop is like uh, Terminator 2. Like, the second one is better than the first one, or Aliens is better than Alien. Um, sometimes the sequel is better. It just one-ups it. Um, so, but, still a good movie, right? right? Still nostalgic. Um, still has iconic moments in it, right? 
So quotables. that's first. Anything? Lots of quotables. Lots of quotables. Lots of quotables in his movies. Mm-hmm. Um, lots, of, lots of um, like the characters weren't particularly well fleshed out, but it's the '80s. Everything was really superficial back then. Pretty much. Um, but like the thing that I liked about it was they didn't want you to believe that Eddie could kick everybody's ass. I'm glad Eddie got Eddie got he got molly whopped and tied up, and the woman had to rescue him. Remember yeah. in the biker thing? Yeah. So Eddie stayed getting his ass whooped Chun-Li. through. Right, she's not Chun Li. It's That's it's the it's the Asian Tibetan lady, who is tasking him. Yeah, there was like a wet T-shirt scene. That's I, not what we're talking about. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You got to that part yet. You know. You know, backflipping her ass, um, doing all these uh, strong arming niggas and shit. Man, doing it. Okay. <laughs> bitch had man strength. <laughs> she's just overpowered. Like she she was like uh like Eddie's trying to be like the strong protective man. Things and if she wasn't there, your ass would be dead, right? But, like, I look what I really like is that the thing that I think is missing from some comedies today, or even like sort of comedic, interesting stories, is that there's heart in this, right? Like, Eddie Murphy is the is he's the he's the hero of the movie, but he's the reluctant hero, right? But he's a hero in his own way. Right, he searches for children. He ain't got time for no shit. Or, you know, like, he goes on this uh, public access TV show, and this dude is, he keep interrupting him. <laughs> he said, hey, put that camera back over here, I'm going to bust you your ass. Nervous, don't you? Right. <laughs> Do you feel nervous? Nigga, I'm trying to find this girl. Right, you keep fucking, like, every time you try to say something, dude interrupt him, like, he gets a sentence out, and it's over with. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm like, he going to hit this motherfucker for real. I mean, obviously he doesn't, but, like. I yeah, I'd smack him a little bit. I'd smack this bitch up a little bit. And by his bitch, I mean his face. Um, Really good. He's 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 kind of like just a regular street person. Not really, you know what I'm saying? Like, even the cops come to him when his kids' cases because they know he got a thing for hunting down kids. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, in Los Angeles, which a leather hat and a leather jacket in L.A. makes no <laughs> sense at all. But, you know. Well, other people had on sweaters, so we guess it was kind of. I guess everybody was anemic back then. I don't know. It was really weird. It was really weird. Um, Loved him some leather. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, the golden child is captured from the monastery. He's supposed to be the child of light who brings peace in life. I bring you peace. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice Simpsons reference. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice Simpsons reference. Um, he's kidnapped by the forces of evils, um, led by my dear brother Lucy. <laughs> Sardar Numspa, who is basically a demon on Earth. You're Sardar Numspa. <laughs> Eddie Murphy irritates him to no end by constantly mispronouncing his name on purpose. Mm. <laughs> Just by being a dick. It's hilarious. Because he is so fucking... He's such a, he's such a haughty bitch. Okay. But we, we're talking about the synopsis of the movie. Okay. Well, okay. So, the golden child is captured... And so, like, there's rules to this, right? When you capture, like, an all-powerful, like, force of good and you're evil, you have to keep him bracketed on force in the cardinal directions by evil, chanting at all times. And they, in order to kill him, they have to make sure that he... Uh, for Asian people. Not, they don't have to be Asian. They were. They were. Sitting, sitting, like, in so he's he's in, like, a birdcage. Yeah. Right. And they, they have him in a room with all of these, like, sigils and shit drawn on the walls. Symbols. And they're 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 chanting to keep him from astrally projecting himself um, to seek help, so right? He can zoom out his mind. Right. Uh, those yeah, astral projection is like 
if you watch Doctor Strange, remember in the uh, operating room, that's what he was doing. He was ast- that's astral projection. Good there we go. So that makes it easier, right? So, um, so the kid's a monk, but he's like special, right? He's the golden child. Know, By the way, I keep saying he. The golden he? child is not a he. The golden child is a girl. Like you don't see it because the little girl's head is shaved. Right, but they ne- they never they never call the child a he or a she. They always refer to the golden child as the golden child. Right. Hmm. I don't remember. But they dressed him like a boy at the end. Right, Dre- with the baseball cap. Right, dress her. But it's a girl, child. a girl who played the golden child. That's interesting. I was today years old when I found. Well, I was yesterday years old when I found out that the golden child was a girl. Yeah. So that part. Um, and those of you who go, I already knew that. Fuck you. I didn't. Hey, these effects. Yeah. Stay the facts. Yeah. Um. So I thought that was kind of interesting that, like, the fate of the world hinges on the little girl, right? I thought that was kind of cool. Um, so they're trying to trick the child into eating human blood to um, make himself unclean so they can kill him. Um, and so they're trying to starve him and feed him uh, oatmeal, but they have human blood underneath the oatmeal. Gross. So, if he, so my boy is out here eating leaves. Right, he got he he got he got one stalk of plant with like six leaves on it, and he been he been kidnapped for it's been a while. My man eating a leaf a week, <laughs> making it. I don't understand how you making it. Because he's the golden child. Okay, golden child must be so. Um, basically, what happens is is that in searching for one girl, Eddie Murphy stumbles into the golden child's case, and Eddie Murphy is the chosen one. He is the one who is supposed to rescue the golden child. Hmm. Um. The scroll is that the golden child would be in peril in the city of angels and would be rescued by a man who is no angel. I think that's what the scroll... Yeah, I think that's what she said. Um, I remember, like, putting that away. Because I was like, oh, this is going to be important for the synopsis. Um, and so he's no angel, right? Like, um, Eddie Murphy is crass. He, um... How many angels have come through for the community Well, we all did. Does this come through for Uh... I don't think that was CGI. There was no CGI. But dear brother Numsi, I'm supposed to believe that bird flew all the way from Nepal to California, huh? Alright. Okay. Sure it did. Because it's a special bird, because he the one made it come back alive. So, sure, okay. One last look at the place I just destroyed. All right. Yeah. <laughs> You'll never see that again. It's too high for all this leather, Eddie. I'm just saying, leather jacket, leather hat. She got a sweater on. What season is this? No, but I'm just saying, what season is it? Yeah. Oh, chunky asses, huh? They're white asses, though. Dude, interrupting his reading. <laughs> He could be who he wants to be now. I don't think Ezzy's still closeted because I'm like, all he's doing is sitting there creating kids at his old ass age. No, I'm I'm trying to, trying to get this girl found. Is it about letting people talk? Eddie loved the kids. Scruff was out in the 80s. Guess defin- different definition. Huh? She was fine. He's rude. He is not a person who you would think. Like when you. He has a good heart. Right. Exactly. He like. Lives, lives children. He doesn't do it for money. Right. He don't do it for money. He don't. He just. He yeah. So, so he he got it where it really counts. He don't like. He's impolite. He's not. He's not. Um. 
he's not polished, he's not suave, he's none of the things that we think of the hero having to be like all powerful or you know like super he just he's just a dude doing the best he can and not giving not giving up and caring about people that no one else cares about um which is pretty fucking cool pretty fucking cool actually <laughs> like so he finds out he tracks down um the girl to a house good pool i forgot her name and there's a bunch of bikers there and the chun here we go yeah, Key Nang. That's her name. Key Nang. Key Good pool. Yang. <clears throat> Nang. Okay. Nang. With an N. K E E Key Nang. Okay. Right. Okay. So, Key Nang is with Eddie Murphy, who's, uh, okay. whose name is, is Carol uh, Gerald. Chandler Gerald. Um, they just call him Mr. Gerald all the time. Um, Yarrow. <laughs> Yarrow. Right. That's Sardo. Right. Okay. So, Sardo Nuspa, um, for those of you who don't know, sport. Yeah. Right. Right, he's a demon. Also played by Charles Dance, who, for Game of Thrones fans, he was in Game of Thrones. I wouldn't know nothing about that. Yep. Um, but if anyone who's ever seen it, you know who my dear brother Noomsie is. Anyway, so, they track, uh, Gerald tracks her, A. Murphy's character tracks her to this uh, biker house. He tells Kenang to stay in the car. There's man shit going on. If you hear anything, drive away, right? Sure. You hear something, drive away. So, sure. he gets out the car, he's sneaking around. She gets out the car because she flips over that goddamn wall like it was like nothing. like it was nothing because like apparently nothing. she has all the time apparently apparently she's a fucking superhero in a skirt by the way a long in a not a skirt a dress a full motherfucking oh, all, dress? to the ankles dress yes yeah it was a very long dress long as fuck right it might have been a skirt but it was all the way to the to the ankles yeah. Right, big flowing white skirt. Okay, and so Eddie is trying to sneak in, and someone catches him from behind. They hit him with the oo-wop, give him the two-piece with the biscuit, tie his ass to the tie him to the wall. Right, he's proper fuck. Here comes King Nang, and she whooping ass. Okay, dude tries to swing on her. She grab his shit by his wrist out the air, and just do. You know, you ever see in the movies when they just overpower somebody, or like in wrestling? Yeah, like in wrestling when they when they do the hands and just. Yeah, but she do it slow. Like, she just literally overpowering his own strength. And dude is like, what the fuck? She knocking motherfuckers out left and right. She cut him down. He's like, what'd I tell you? Didn't I tell you to leave? Like, how the fuck? If she would've left. You've been dead, nigga. You've been dead. Right. Just face facts with right. that one. Because, like, I mean. I'm not going to say anything now. This time. Of course I mean, you, he, yeah, lucky, I he, lucky, he lucky that they didn't shoot him. Because, remember, dude got his gun away from him. Yeah. So, I mean, they could have just shot him and it would have been over with right then. But, you know. Plot armor. So, um, they, they leave one guy not knocked out. And he's asking about what happened to the girl. What did you do with Cheryl? Blah, 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 blah. And he's like, I sold her to this guy. Um, oh, what was his name? Tommy Young. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy Tong. Tommy Tong. Sold her to Tommy Tong for a case of cigarettes and a <laughs> quart of pork fried rice. Yeah, I'm not going to go into it again. That, that, was, that is so I weirdly mean, specific. A case, a well, case of cigarettes. A, a carton is a carton is ten packs, okay, and so I th I think it's uh, how how many I think it's a hundred. I think it's a hundred cartons in a case. So that's a lot. So that's a lot, but still. That's right. But that's like, why why a quart of pork fried rice? Yeah, why not? Why not like a few gallons? A couple gallons, right? Just like a quart. And like he was so happy with himself. He was like, yeah, and a quart of pork fried rice. Like it was the best deal ever, my nigga. Yeah, he got away. Like, ugh. 
No, you got robbed. Even though you're not supposed to be selling people. But I mean, just, you, you sold robbed. a person for fucking smokes and... But it's a biker uh, game, so it's not like... Right. It's not like these, we're looking for them for fucking, you know, moral turpitude and just... Ugh. Anyway. <laughs> so they go there. Tommy Tong tries to fuck Gerald up. Gerald up. And then he runs away. Into the back alley. Into the back alley. And there's this rat chilling. And the rat morphs into my dear brother Noomsi. Bad CGI. And just, yeah. The CGI is terrible. Because it's the 80s. Yeah. Right. He hit he hit him with, he grabbed his sword and just chopped his whole motherfucking face in. And then he off he goes. Um, So this is where we get to the kind of iconic parts of the movie. Right? Right. Now, before when she finally convinced Eddie to take the golden child case. He goes into the bottom of a Chinese medicine shop and he talks to the uh, lady who's on loan from the Hong Kong library who's 300 years old because her ancestors were raped by a dragon. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, it's the silhouette lady smoking the cigarettes. <sighs> that chick right there. Yeah. With the weird voice. The, the one he say, you can't be down here all the time smoking cigarettes and watching soap operas is bad for you if you need to go out, you know. Meet some people. Meet some people. Right. So, at one point, Eddie Murphy's being such a pain in this dude's ass that he comes to him in a dream right i think i'm getting mixed up somewhere here i, I think so too okay so after after the, I go through every scene because that's seems- right right okay so let's let's just keep it this right instead of going through every scene here's here's how it goes right the the villains like iconic scenes right the dream sequence where uh eddie murphy finally kind of meets noomsi for the first time right right where it's like it's kind of like this weird. They're on a soundstage. There's an audience. There's an applause sign. It's very surreal. Yes. Um, and he offers to trade the child for the cross dagger of of Ajanti, um, which is the only thing that can kill the child without him first making himself unclean first. Right. Right. Yeah, I think that's how it works. It's the one thing that can kill the child because it killed the previous right. golden child. What was- that wasn't a real deal. Right. That wasn't good. It's obvious, right. It's I but like it's the only way like I don't I don't know why he had to do it. You just like you just say no and just leave it at that. But they're trying to get the child back. No one's figured out how to kill a fucking demon, by the way. Um but the, the dragon the dragon librarian says you can only use it they'll use it to try and kill a child, but you can use it to save the child. Yeah, by killing the demon apparently. Right. So apparently this is like a magic dagger, apparently. That's capable capable of killing, you know, good or evil. By itself, with no wires or anything. Yeah, it was floating in fire. You know. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously magical. So, Eddie goes to Nepal. Right. He's like, I get to... No, not Nepal, Tibet. Oh, we're still on the dream. Sorry. Yeah. This dream. Right, so the dream. So, he, uh... It's so weird. Like, people are in, like, fucking tuxedos when they shouldn't be. He burns a, a, a picture of the dagger into his forearm that stays outside of the dream. Uh Uh-huh, because... It wasn't really a dream. It was right. a dream, but it wasn't a dream. Right, it was more of an astral projection. Um, and he sees uh, Key Nang. Yeah, Key. Mm-hmm. He sees Key tied up in tissue paper. And she is in some lingerie. And it is, like, I remember the first time I watched this movie. And I was like, ooh, mm-hmm. ooh, ooh. And while we're watching this, my wife goes, oh, yeah. I remember the first time I saw this. And I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Right there, you know you're dreaming. Horses just don't walk around in houses. Look at this house. This is a beautiful dream, actually. Oh, this smoking check. Oh, my God. The fashion, bitch. I want that. Please, no. <laughs> Even as a kid, this. 
this scene. Her tied up in this black. Oh my God. Ridiculous, right? But even then I knew. Yes. Cause as a heterosexual female, that would do nothing, right? But the fact that I was having tingles and stuff. Oh, that was, I see what you did there. That's kind of tight. Um, that was very interesting to like, <laughs> to know that like we were having the same thoughts about the same person. Yeah. It's so weird, mm -hmm. but kind of awesome. Um, you know, and so like it's this whole thing, and there's like a fight scene, and when Noopsy offers him the deal, one of the most iconic moments of the movie, the one I really remember the most outside of the one we'll get to later, is I like to tell you from the bottom of my heart, kiss my ass. Hmm. <laughs> and like I just I remember that was, that always stuck with me. This whole entire movie, Eddie was at. Offering ass whoopings. And, and receiving. kicking people in the ass. Yeah, busting people's ass. Busting people's ass. It was, all, it was really was ass, a lot of ass-centric. Uh, in this movie. In this movie. Oh, by the way, let us speak about the villain, Sardo Numspa. Are we finna talk about his wardrobe? Go ahead. This nigga. Okay. Immaculate. Immaculate. Just down to the buttons, bitch. Everything was immaculate. Okay. okay. Always. velvet. We're talking Silks and Motherfucking and cravats. Prints. It was just cravats and ascots with the tie pin. never having an arm in the jacket. And just always always on, wearing the jacket like a cape, and it's always always Louis fucking Vuitton, bitch. It was just all phenomenal. Then he had an accent. Yeah, he was just like, what demon you know wears all these? Like high priced things and have an accent. But a, de a demon definitely is going to do that, right? Because a demon is there to tempt you. Right? Demons, are, like, it makes sense, right? If you think that a demon is there to tempt you with the, the things of the tangible world hmm. so that you corrupt your spirit, right? So it makes sense that a demon would have message all of the uh accoutrement right accoutrement right he would have he would have the flyest cars he would have the best clothes he would have all the money that you want all of the pleasures of the flesh i remember we were watching this and i said man if they made this movie now yeah the gold child would be fucked uh-huh like yo take and this dagger take this dagger and murder that little motherfucker let's get it on okay <laughs> Shit, golden child, golden what? Fuck the golden child. I'm out here trying to get this bread, partner. For real, be like I'll give you a, a regular sum of money. Sold American, but it was poor child would have been fucked. Anyway, so Sardo is, he is just. It don't matter he where you fly, are, man. fly as fuck, fly no matter where you fuck. are. You know, yeah. poor bagger. <laughs> Pretty fly for, but yeah. You know. I mean, for for an un, for an unholy bringer of hell. Right. <laughs> dressed real nice. Also, bad cgi oh again you know the only good scene with cgi was the one when he was talking to the devil right and the, and the wall kind of breaks out, out. yeah that was good but that wasn't cgi that wasn't cgi i know that was like kind of green screen i think that, but that was that was better than that was better. that was actually good it's a it's a it moves main 87 mm -hmm. it's, it's gonna be terrible it's just gonna be terrible it's like that movie's like 30 years old so 30-something years old. Eddie and King Nang. Go to Tibet. Go to Tibet. All right. While in Tibet, Eddie happens across... Oh, pause. Um, There's a bird that the golden child had revived. I want to say parrot, but I don't think parrot's the right word. It was a bird. Tropical you know bird does not belong in Tibet. Every scene. Uh, he okay. project, yeah, he projects the bird. The bird is his will trying to help guide Eddie Murphy towards him, to whatever he needs. So, he's in Tibet. 
fucking bird. So Eddie uh, Gerald's following a bird around, and he comes to this little back alley, and there's this little old man, you know, selling like trinkets. And hmm, did you say answer a clip? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, he's selling trinkets, and so Eddie's like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll buy one from you. But there's language barrier, obviously. So they're using pointing and money. So he. You know language barrier? That nigga spoke English. Well, that's the joke, right? <laughs> right. So he points to the one he wants and he goes to give him. Dude takes a hundred and gives him the wrong medallion. Your fault for putting that hundred on top of it. <laughs> Who the fuck keeps a hundred on the outside? No one. Who the fuck pulls their whole bank route out, out in a foreign country in the middle of nowhere where you don't speak the language? You and begging to get right. Ra- in a back alley. Was that American? He had American money mixed with their money. That was stupid. I mean, just just dumb. Right. That was stupid. So he's trying to be like, no, 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 you took the wrong one. That's, no, no, you you get George Washington. That's Ben Franklin. Now, here's the kicker part, right? Mm -hmm. If you realize that that amulet is magic. Well, he didn't realize that. You know, he just. No, but what I'm saying is, so he gave him the right one. It's just not the one he asked for. Right. He Mm -hmm. gave him the right one. He gave him a magical Mm -hmm. amulet. Because when, this is us getting all the way to... Towards the end, when the demon the tries to stab him with the with the dagger, the dagger it repels it. It repels it. Mm-hmm. Ain't no regular little piece of crappy-ass jewelry gonna do that. Get Although, it. it definitely looks like the worst piece of jewelry there. Kind of shitty, thin, jagged kind of... That could have been holy-ass material. It was. It. Like, this, there's always kind of like this theme in movies that the, um... Do you remember the Indiana Jones... One where the last crusade when no, they're looking for the grail. Okay. At the end of that, when they're going for the holy grail and there's Nazis in all of them and their faces always melt. Well, it happened in it happened in the first one, that's Raiders of the Lost Ark, where they opened the Ark of the Covenant and they died. No, then there's one where a dude takes his own heart out. That's that's Temple of Doom, that's the second one. Okay. The 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 the, the um the one I'm talking about is the one where Sean Connery plays his father, no, I don't and they're looking—they're looking for the Holy Grail. Okay, okay I don't know so they finally—you have to go through these things. He makes it. They shoot his father, mm-hmm. and say the only thing that could save him now is the Grail, right? Okay. To make him go get the Grail. So he makes it through. The Nazis come with, mm-hmm. right? He gets there, and there's a there's a um, a knight guarding it. It says, "Choose, but choose wisely." So he picks this giant ornate cup, drinks from the water. And here's the trick. If you don't use the real grill, instantaneous death. Dude fucking ages 400 years in 20 seconds. Mummifies right there on the spot. It's like, it's you could tell it's shitty claymation. But it looks, it's like he, his skin mummifies like fucking worms and shit. It's gross. Thanks. Right? When Indiana Jones picks the cup, he picks like this very simple, well-made, just kind of dusty looking cup. That looks like the cup of a carpenter to me. Because Jesus was a carpenter. He was a humble man. Right, so there's there's this thing, especially when you're dealing with mystical things in movies, that the thing that is powerful, the thing that is desirable, the thing that is magic, is always kind of unassuming. Hmm. It's the thing you don't expect. That's what makes it powerful, right? Because it's just a regular thing, right? The Grail is like the in this case the 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 amulet, right? right. It's just a simple little piece of metal with some writing on it. It doesn't look like much. It doesn't look like much at all. It's just on string. Did it have... No, it didn't have no writing on it. It, was just it looked like it had, like, characters or something. Like, some kind of writing on it. I Couldn't really make it out. There's no real okay. HD back then. Right? But, like, um, the same thing with the grill, right? Like, the grill is just a cup that Jesus drank out of at the Last Supper. It wasn't no big, ornate oh, thing. Oh, is that what that's supposed to be? Yeah, the whole, that's what the Holy Grail is, right? The, the Holy Grail oh, is... 
is the cup that Jesus drank from when he's at the Last Supper and he says, this is my cup, drink from this for you are drinking my blood. If anyone who's Catholic or Christian who's ever taken communion, you've heard these words. Word. Do they repeat that in, in Baptist churches, baby? Something to that nature. What Jesus said, at, supposedly said yeah. at the Last Supper. Take, eat. Take this bread for it is my body and, and this you share with me. Drink okay, from anyway. this cup, you are sharing my blood. And like, okay, so Something like, right, so when I, I grew up Catholic, sidebar, tangent, right? Um, when you take communion as a Catholic, uh -huh. at least this used to be when I was a kid, everyone drank from the same cup. Ew. And it was all wine. Gross. The, the priest would have the cup with the communion wine in there. I don't mind drinking wine, but I'm not drinking from the same cup. Everyone. And y'all wiping it off nowadays don't change the fact that... He still wiped it. Well, now, no, like... No, what I'm saying, that don't, that doesn't, that don't stop anything from getting... Well, now, now they now give you your own individual cup of wine and or no, grape I'm juice. Seeing take communion from the same cup nowadays really that still happens huh and you they just wipe off the yeah that's the yeah that's what they that's, that's what i grew up with mm -hmm. the, the the priest is sitting there he's holding the cup with the wine in it and he has like a like this uh like a looks like a scarf but it's like a long piece of cloth okay. and he just as as you take communion he wipes it one one part and then moves the cloth up so he's wiping it with a different part of the cloth every time sounds like a really good way to get mononucleosis to exactly. me but you know um we weren't really thinking about that back in the 70s and 80s. Well, they should be um, thinking about it now. Well, I mean, a lot of places now, they give you your individual cups. Yeah, we have um, this little package. Mm -hmm. that big. The plastic you can't cup. can't see it. It's a little plastic cup. Yeah, it's like, it's like an inch tall. Thimble. It's right. A little, little bit bigger than a thimble. Mm -hmm. It flips up with the little cracker thingy in it. Oh, the cracker comes with it, huh? Yeah, it's a little package. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I wonder where those are made at. There's, I'm sure there's a whole company. Yeah, there has to be a company that deals with that. It's very interesting. Anyway. And Christmas have little wholesale like, magazines with With the stuff, stuff you can buy. Oh, church stuff. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. Because my grandma, she orders stuff for the ushers. Bet. Anyway. Right. So, back <laughs> off that tangent train. So. I hate it on the movie podcast as well. Yeah. Uh, well, still random. Oh. <laughs> it's still us. They yeah. can change that. Um, so he Sword. gets into it with the guy, he gets into it with the guy mm -hmm. and dude, he finds out dude speaks English. He's like, oh, bust your ass. And then dude disappears. Another, another and he, he, of the ass. Right. And then he looks around like dude, he just holding his clothes and dude gone. So he, he goes back and he, uh, runs. Do you see these? Get, not even that. These poles that go forever. This raggedy ass bridge. Nothing. There's no fucking ground. Yeah, this is serious. Bullshit. You can die on the way. Down. If there's no ground, see what I'm saying? Stay on the path. Some of those ropes are chawed in half. What the fuck am I doing? What the fuck? How you supposed to get back? Exactly. He did. That nigga's finger and tip strength is strong as fuck. Exactly. He, by the way, already Save spilled the water. The water. Uh, he spilled you, water already. Yo, can I get a to-go cup with a lid on it or some goddamn? A water bottle? What if the one he reached for also fell? To Monty. How did he get back? The world would never know. Yeah, see, here's the thing. 
about that. Yeah, I mean, are there monks allowed to procreate? Runs back into Kenan because she was arranging for that ride to the to the place where the dagger is kept. Right. And he's like, did you see a little naked midget running around here with, you know, with $100? That was a magic trick for real. Yo, dude just disappeared. So they, they traveling through all the snow by yak and uh, by boat and yak. And they get to the monastery. This is the iconic scene. They walk through the door. And those of you, there are prayer wheels on either side of the door. That's what they're called. They're called prayer wheels. It is a... I believe it's a Buddhist thing. Um, We're not sure. It might be a Shinto thing. I'm not really sure. I think it's a Buddhist thing, though. Um, so, Key starts off. We have come to ask for the cross dagger of Ashante. What do you need it for? And so you have by, to talk like this. Yeah, yeah but you have to talk like this while you're saying it. By the way, the monk is the old man from... Who's her father? Who's also actually her father. And he has the oh, prayer really? He has the prayer bowl. And he's um, making the sound with it because it has the water in it. Mm-hmm. He's... So it's the prayer bowl. So it's like it's like call and answer. Like anyone who's like Baptist, the call and answer kind of thing between a preacher and the congregation. That's kind of what's going on here. Call and response. Sorry, call and Thank you, thank you. See, I am a heathen, even though I was raised Catholic. Uh huh. So yeah, it's kind of the call and response. You know, like he's like, what do you want it for? For the golden child. He does not need it to save his life. He is here to save us, not the other way around. I humbly beg you, let him ask. <laughs> and Eddie Murphy, because Gerald is Gerald, goes, uh, I, 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 I want the knife. And he goes, ask again. And so he humbles himself because even though he's. Was that him humbling himself? Well, right, because. <laughs> okay, because. He only said was please. No, he didn't say please. He did it again. Mm-hmm. Remember? Because the first one was, he, he scratched the shit. He, he did the beat. He did the I, 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 want the knife. And he let it be there. And he said, let him ask again. Now, this is the man who stole $100 from him. He said, okay. Well, he has to humble himself, right? Because the, the little man has stolen from him in his mind, right? Even though he gave him something of value, he doesn't realize that he gave him back something of value. Of actually tremendous value. Life-saving value, hmm. right? So, in his mind, this motherfucker's a kind man. He just so happens to be another hurdle that he has to go through. So he humbles himself because it's about the kid. It's not about his pride, which is hard for people to do in general. Yeah. Right. Um, which is kind of admirable in this character. So he goes, I want the knife, please. Which is as much as you're going to get from him. But it's sincere. Right, he he he's not smirking or anything, but like you think I'm gonna come up with some fancy. Right, he ain't about to beg and all that, but it's it's simple, but it's honest, right? And like I think that's what it means. Like it doesn't like when you talk to people. Like I get accused of this a lot, right? Mm. You're talking smart or you're talking down to me, right? Can't imagine. Jerk. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) fucking jerk, (laughs) jerk face. Okay. Anyway, so. And I tell people, like, it's not that it's just, like, it's the way my words form. It's the way my mind works. But it's not that I'm, like, trying to um, make myself feel better by the way I speak. It's just the way I speak. And I'm trying to use, I'm trying to use the proper word, huh? I said every day, all day. Right, it's just, like, it's not, it's not, you don't, like, um, on the In Living Color, when David Allen Greer would be the dude in jail, he'd be using all the weird-ass big words completely wrong. Expeditiously, for no reason. Yeah, like mm-hmm. yeah, basically, right. Also, aka a hotel nigga, mm. right. That kind of thing. 
Um, right. So like people, I think it's because I'm black, right? And I, I guess I could be a little haughty sometimes, although I try not to be. But but there are black people that say this to you. So how is it you think it's because you're black? Only black people say it to me. White people don't say it. White people hit me with the oh, you speak so well. Yeah, I hate that, I hate that shit. I hate it. But black people act like, but I was, you know, this is since I was a kid. Being smart can't mean that I have it's not even. Wrong. It's not even that I'm smart. It's just, it's just I have a big vocabulary. That's all it means. It doesn't mean that I'm smarter than anyone else. No. It just means that the school I went to, the schools I went to really stressed vocabulary. And I picked it up for whatever reason. That's all it means. It doesn't mean I'm better than anybody. It just means that I have a little bit better grasp of what words to use. Or a little bit, a wider range of words to use. Like, remember I used con- convivial in a sentence, and you were like, what? Yeah. And I was, you was like, what the fuck? I was like, yeah, convivial. And you was like, well, it doesn't seem to... And I, like, I, I looked up the dictionary, I was like, yeah, that's what I meant. Because I wanted to make sure I was using it right. It wasn't, like, to prove anything. But and as I said, it wasn't like I didn't believe that that's... Right, no, but I was, I was looking that up like more to make sure... Up a word. I no. didn't want to know what the fuck it meant. Right, and I was, I was making sure that I was using it in its proper context. Because I don't want to misuse the word, right? But I, I used it in a proper context. So, like, but people would take me using that word as, like... And say, do you want a cookie? Or, yeah, like, like I'm trying to insult them. Mm. You know, because they feel inadequate because they don't understand what I'm trying to Congratulations, say. Congratulations, niggas, you know big words! Right, and it's like, yo, I'm just... <laughs> right. Let's get back to the movie. So, but, exactly. So, just because Eddie Murphy doesn't, like have a huge vocabulary doesn't mean that he's not an honest and true person, right? And so even though he doesn't have the um the formal words that Ki Nang does, doesn't mean that his desire to save the Golden Child is any less. Right. Right. And that's kind of what the head was testing. Now here comes the real test. The test. Right. Du-du-du. Lead him down to this dusty ass fucking basement. Fucking pylons or what do you call them? Like post? Yeah, post. No bottom. Rick, rickety ass bridge. By the way, carry this glass of water. Don't spill a drop the whole fucking way. What, nigga? Where? Okay. For two things after watching this that I did not. Okay, so you saw the, the, the bridge, right? Yeah. And you saw it was being held up. But Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it connects to the building, correct? Supposedly, but I didn't see anything up top. Okay. But then there's no bottom. So see what I'm saying? And then if there's no bottom, what the fuck is holding up the post? But it's magic, I guess. The shit ain't gotta make sense because it's oh, magic. The bottom Look. is so far down. That's what it is. Yeah. There's it, gotta be a bottom. Okay. Because if there's no bottom, you could just fall forever. Yeah. Like, you, you reach terminal velocity and then you just starve to death. There's a bottom. Or you die of a heart attack because, you know, you're scared. I don't know how the fuck y'all built that, but it was just, I was just like, this is just too much. It's magic. So, he starts to make his way across. And, and the bridge uh, blows up. Well, no, before the bridge blew Wait, is the bridge blow up first or did mm-hmm. the thing fall first? The bridge blew up. That's why he had to get off the path. Right, he was, he was right. It was like, remember to stay on the path. No, it was remember to stay on the path. And then the fucking thing went down. He almost fell. Held himself up by his fingertips. Oh, that was afterwards. I think that was... Oh. That was afterwards. Okay, well, it might have been. Because he had to get off the path. So then he started walking on those things. And then the one fell from up under him. And then he was like, I thought you said stay on the path. No, he said, I thought you said stay on the path when he jumped off the bridge. There was okay. All right. Okay. Right. Bridge blew up. No one knows why. Bridge, yeah, like, bridge was like, fuck this shit. 
Boom. I'm ready to go. Yeah, like suicide. <laughs> Yo, apparently that bridge is a phoenix, and it was this time to die. That's right. all it is. A new one's gonna grow. A back. new one's gonna grow back. That's that's got to be what it is. That's the only thing I can make. You know, fucking phoenix bridge. <laughs> Fuck out of here with that shit. It's a shit, man. <laughs> Weird as fuck. How did he get back, y'all? <laughs> the bridge blew up. Yo, maybe the, yo, the dagger floats. Maybe he floated back using the dagger. See, this is what I be talking about. Look, let's let's not question it, okay? okay. Because I try it, my best. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I really do. Yeah, lot, lots, lots. Logic lot. sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you would just yo anytime there's magic, why you just go magic? Yeah, okay. You just go magic. They go. He magic. So and he gets put on the path. Well, right. He he gets he gets on the path, and then one of the things fall like, and he almost dies. No, I was at the path. He gets the knife. Well, look, when he's at the knife, the shit is in like engulfed in flames. Right. And he's like, be as pure as the water. Pure as the water. Drink the water. I'd never got that. I'd have been there. The he golden child would have been dead. No, he, he drinks I the water. I was supposed to get that from that? I just, you could have just said, yo, when you get that, drink the water. Right. That would been so much easier, my nigga. Because what if I would have decided to throw the water on the top of the fire, too? Like, yo, I need some water. Fire. Sorry, you popped. Oh, great. Now I'm going to die. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. That's a whole lot of risk for people who supposedly want to save the golden child. Y'all put me through an awful and lot. no one, by the way, had ever passed that test. No one ever, ever. So, you know, y'all doing it wrong. Anyway. um, Okay, so he has the dagger. He's leaving, they're leaving Tibet, and he he doesn't think that they're going to let him on the plane with a knife. So he kind of stuffs the... let him on the plane with a no. knife? No. So he stuffs the knife in this white dude's uh, pocket, pocket, pushes him through, acts like he's a customs agent, and basically just bullshits his way through uh, Tibetan customs, or <laughs> Nepalese customs. Um, <laughs> that ain't going in today's society. And they were, on the, they were on the plane. Everybody's smoking. There's wild animals on the plane. Remember you asked me, he was like, yeah, he was like, is that, is that is that how it really is? I was like, I don't know. He was like, you know, I wonder if that is. I was like, well, I know sometimes like on trains is like that. I don't know about, right. I don't know about planes, but like, I, I think it just, you know, what do I call it? American conceit? Yeah. Yeah, white just kind of, yeah, white man's conceit. Yeah, like, you know, all these savages or whatever, you know. So, they get back to Los Angeles. And, and guess who's waiting for them at the plane? My brother dear brother Noopsie. My, <laughs> so... He, Noomsi is trying, <laughs> sorry on Noomsi, sorry, I keep calling him Noomsi. We'll call him Noomsi because it's just funny, Noomsi. Um, so he's trying to get the dagger before, you know, he doesn't want to make the switch the way it's supposed to go down. Because, you know, he's a demon. Uh, <laughs> so, he wasn't going to give him that damn thing. Yeah, so, uh, he tries to get the police, he goes, if he doesn't give me my property, I want him arrested, right? Now, I find it funny that all these cops believe this word of one white man with, With no, no evidence whatsoever, but it's a nigga, so I kind of believe it. Here we are, right? <coughs> Eddie, fully realizing that he's a Negroidian, right? <laughs> Plays it smart. Oh, my brother Noopsie, I have wronged you. I am trash. I am this, that, and other. So, I need to be purged. I must be purged, right? It's fucking hilarious. And he goes, "You have no idea who you're messing with, Mister Yarrow." Oh, little little fun fact about Noopsie: he can't pronounce J's. Just, Jays just don't like him. You want to know why? Because he's a demon? Mm-hmm. And you want to you wanna know why that why demons can't pronounce Jays? Because demons are Old Testament. Uh, <laughs> and there was no J in Old Testament alphabet. Okay. Right, like like the like the okay, Lord's name was... This from? No, the Lord's name was Jehovah. Mm-hmm. But Jays, there was no J in the uh, in the Old Alphabet. So it's pronounced as a Y. Mm-hmm. But Yehovah. So that's why he calls him Mr. Yarrow. 
It's a Y sound. Yarrow. Is this a fact? Yeah, in terms of like J's and yeah, the Y sound. Yeah. Oh, okay. Not yeah. the part about demons not being able to. Be well, no, I'm just I'm assuming that's why he can't do it. Right, because demons are an Old Testament kind of thing. You don't hear about demons in the New Testament, right? You hear about them in the Old Testament. Okay. Right, so it's like, that's an Old Testament thing. That's part of the, the Hebrew, like, the alphabet or whatever. Why does the Bible keep coming up around here? Well, I mean, we're, we're talking about the golden child and demons and evil and all of that shit. Okay. So, like, yeah, can't can't pronounce the Y. I am can't pronounce the J. Pronounce the J as the Y. So, it calls him Mr. Yaddle. And instead of, call, instead of calling it the Ajanti Dagger, which everyone else calls it, by the way. All of the mystic, like, Asian yeah. people in there, they call it the the Cross Dagger of Ajanti, right? But he calls it the Cross Dagger of Ajante. Ajante. Mm. He, 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 he wise the J, mm. right? So, he he tells Noomsi that you don't understand how the evidence laws work in this country. See, if they arrest me, they're going to take me to jail, and they're going to take the knife here... And they're going to put it in a little locked room where no one can get to it. And I'm going to sit in jail. That could take between a month and a year. And you'll never see your knife. And then we got to go to trial. And then if I'm only if I'm convicted, will you get the knife? But there's a chance I won't be convicted. In which case, I get the knife. Oh, so, but see, here, again, the, the demons are on the timeline, apparently. Why do I have to right, I can't wow. sneak into the evidence room uh, and get it. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Oh, I mean, the demon could have just said, "Yo, I can just un—I can just undemon myself right here. Fuck everybody in here up. This is what I take say. the knife, kill all of y'all, and go murder the golden but child." You know, plot and you know, but you know, okay. plot armor, right? So, eh. so uh, I get the knife, and they're staying at a vineyard. Beautiful, Very beautiful. beautiful vineyard. What's that, Abraham money? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just like that. Didn't do it, Thanos. That? that is stupid. Cause I just know most of this is just him spit taking, okay? On a fucking vineyard, bitch. Nice. Got the wood paneling, bitch. Oh, this one she gets stabbed. I forgot she dies in this. He doesn't. Well, don't she get stabbed? Arrow in the back. Bad bitch. See, told you she was dead. And, uh, oh, forgot this part. So, I didn't realize this when I was a kid, but in order to get him to go to Tibet, you told me that she slept with him. Yeah. Right? And I was like, I didn't notice that until, like, I was older. I was like, oh, they fucked. Yeah. He's in a robe. He bringing her coffee. She's laid up in the bed, got that little smile on her face. Yeah, that's a clip. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, she asked to stay, you know, she was like, you know, are you coming to bed? Mm-hmm. Meaning like you coming to get some more of this. And he's like, no, I'm going to sleep on the couch. Now, he's on the path. He's on the path to righteousness because he is in love. He's on the path of marriage. Right. Righteousness yep. and marriage. Right. Okay. He asked the monk dude. He asked the father. How I would tell a woman in your culture, culture that, that he wanted to marry them. And he's like the short path is that you that you uh make a promise to someone 
that you don't break. <laughs> it's all kind of weird and stuff. Some other shit and be pure. Yeah. So he can't fuck her. Right, meaning that you know you you might you might have got some before, but you gotta like deny your urges because it shows how serious you are. Right. I guess. And so he says no, and um, it kind of breaks her heart a little bit because mm-hmm. she like I like him, and you know I think I think she's supposed to be thinking that. I fucked him to get her there. Fucked to get him there. And now that now he don't trust me, he don't want to fuck me. But I kind of I'm a little sprung off the because apparently Eddie laid the pipe. She really loves him too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She wants to marry him too. And yeah, she's she's definitely down. She's she's definitely in love with him. It's like that love hate thing. Um, it's sweet. Mm-hmm. So my dear brother Noomsi shows up and attacks to try and get the dagger. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what's going on. And uh. Insert clip. They. They're trying to get away, mm-hmm. and do they they get the do they get the dagger? Yeah, they took the dagger. They got the dagger. And they yeah. killed the ass. And they're actually Sardo's about to kill him, right. and she backflips and takes the arrow in the back for him. She's uh, dead. We go back to the basement of the Chinese medicine shop, and um, they have to wait until the sun sets to kill the child. And wouldn't you know it that the child can bring her back to life as long as the sun is touching her body. So well, now we're on the timeline. People, when he made the right, bird, right, he brought the bird back. He can life. right. He brought butterflies to life. He can influence the good. So, cut to the golden child being held, and what's his name? The guy who was a boxer. Uh-huh. Uh, the character's name is Till Randall Tex Cobb. Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't know, if you've ever seen Raised in Arizona. He was the he was the uh, bad guy at the end in Raising Arizona. He's been in a lot of movies. He always normally plays like a villain. Um, he was a kickboxer and a boxer. I know him from a lot of things. I knew who this guy was by sight. Um, he's kind of tossing dead butterflies at the Golden Child, and one actually lands in his cage. He's a simple he's a simple Jack, right? And yeah. the Golden Child kind of touches the butterfly, and it comes back to life and flaps off. And um, Till is fascinated by this, and he gets close enough, and the golden child touches his hand, and that he can influence you to do good. And apparently drive cars without keys. Hot wired the fuck out of him. This kid is handy as fuck. Mm-hmm. This child, this this girl is handy as shit. Okay, in a pinch. Okay, creepy when she talks though. I know. Like, why am I only seeing your bottom teeth? It's weird. I didn't even notice it. It always creeped me out. I'm like, yo, that's weird as fuck. It's like watching like a, a, a like a what do you call it a. a a dummy, not a dummy, you know, like a controller. Yeah, like a controller. You always see the bottom teeth and never the top. <laughs> um. So yeah, Eddie's on his way to go save his boo and save the child. He gets there, got a gun, creeps into the house, fucks one dude up, about to get fucked up by another dude. Till comes out of nowhere, Molly whops the guy. Right? They go into the room where the golden child's being kept. By the way, this cage, not even the cage. All you got to do is like spread open the top and it opens up. He slips right out. No lock on the fucking thing. Well, I mean, who's going to open the gate? It takes, apparently it takes two people to open it. Yeah, but I mean like, you know, like putting a padlock on the bitch and some chains would have helped. They didn't have to. Just weird. I mean, just, I guess, I guess. Maybe it was was an ancient. Magic or whatever. Yeah, probably. That's probably, yeah, you know what? We don't know. When in doubt, when in doubt, magic. Right. So, um, so they're running out. He tells Till, here, you take the kid to the car. I'm going to go take care of Noomsi, right? So he has the dagger. He He's like, where is he? He points to where he is. So Eddie, in his mind, he about to be the big hero. Right. He busts through the door. 
My dear brother Noomsie, and Noomsie turns around, and it's bad CGI time, baby. <laughs> Her fucking face blows off. It, it is. It's looking, um, demon. Man. Big giant. And he's like, uh, uh, I see you having a bad day. I'll leave you alone. Let's <laughs> get the fuck up out of here. They gone. So now it's the whole chase scene and all of that. Blah, 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 blah. In the end, he wins. Yay. Right. And then they get back to the thing, and the light's almost all the way out, and he lifts her foot up. Was it her foot? He touches it with the light to, you know, he needs the light to help him bring life back to her. I guess. And at the end, they dress the little girl in the baseball cap and, you know. And boy clothes. Boy clothes. Oshkosh bagash to the socks. Yeah. And uh, there we have it. That's the golden child. That was the golden child. Um, still a good movie. Enjoyable. I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Um, I wasn't bored at any point. It's good nostalgia. Good nostalgia. If you've never seen it, still a decent movie to watch. Um, not Better great, than but the good. Movies Eddie be making now. I tell you, I'm just saying. Look. What does he even make now? Crappy. I mean, everything has its place. Yeah. The Doctor Doolittle. Yeah. I think the last really good Eddie Murphy movie was either Life or One of the Nutty Professors. That's saying a lot. Because he's had plenty of movies after that. Oh, Tudor Nash was kind of shitty. That was after that. I think Bowfinger was before that. I actually like Bowfinger. Me too. Bowfinger is weird though. <laughs> I really do though. Bowfinger is good though. It's really good. It's so he has strange. The one where he can't talk, or the leaves will fall off the tree. He has another one. That where one's he's okay, to be I like guess. A guru or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, that one's terrible. But the one where he can't talk because the leaves will fall off the tree is kind of interesting. I actually like that one. Yeah. Um, he picks bad movies. He makes ki- a lot of kid movies now, though. Those movies that I just mentioned were kid movies. No, I mean, but like I think he mostly makes kid movies now. Mm-mm. I mean, like the last movie that he was really good in was Shrek as Donkey. <laughs> he was great as Donkey. <laughs> those are those are before the movies that I mentioned. I'm just saying, but they're after the ones I mentioned. Okay. So, good. yeah. Eddie has a long resume, but he he doesn't have a big genre of. Like, let, let me tell you something, man. Eddie Eddie was the first black megastar, yeah, box office star, popcorn movie star. Yeah. Twenty million dollar. He was Will Smith before Will Smith was Will Smith. Yeah. I okay. Think he's a. Like. I think he's. A, yeah. Look, let me tell you something. He Better he actor. and he he has he has a like Jimmy Early. There's a row of his... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, right. He has he has a lot of really good... Like, and a lot of the movies he made, he produced himself. Hey, that's... Right? Talent. Like, so, like, Harlem like Nights, which we're definitely going to do. Which is one of the... F- or just watch? We can just watch the shit. Right, okay. So it ain't got to be for podcast. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> Although, if, like, if you really want to see Harlem Night, hear us talk about Harlem Nights. Say something. Tangent Train. Right. On Facebook, right? Hit us up, or um, yeah. So, um, he's done. A, you know, the Nutty Professor movies were really good. The first one. Um, was Life was amazing. Yes, life was. Cool. Life was great. Um, heartbreaking, but great. Mm-hmm. Um, bittersweet as fuck too. <laughs> you go eat your cornbread. It's okay. It's all right. I get it. I love that song. I was singing too, but I'm terrible at singing, so you know. <laughs> it's my cross to bear. Just go keep singing, just rub my, rub my nose song. in it. Yeah, that was the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty good movie. Um, we gotta pick another movie. 
<sighs> okay. All right. So, genre or actor? Anything that you really want to see? Let's do a, a girl movie. A girl movie. Let's do a girl. Define girl movie. Um. You mean like chick flick? A female actress lead. All right. Okay. So yeah. So what? What are we? What are we? So you want to go female, <laughs> female lead comedy? So, range choice is Sister Act Two. And my choice is Oh Happy Day. Oh Happy Day. La 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 la. You know, ain't no choir rehearsal. Mama said you can't go nowhere. Rita, you know, Lord help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna choose. Oh, I'm going to lose so bad. I'm going to choose Train Wreck. Wreck. Train Wreck. With Amy, Amy Schumer. Schumer. Now, she's not... Her, her stand-up is trash, right? This movie is funny as shit. Okay. I, I mean, rec- I recommend the movie. It's yeah. it's a good movie, right? So, either way, if, we can't LeBron lose. LeBron James is in it. He's hilarious. Cornball. He's hilarious. Really, really it's uh, Amy Schumer and uh, Bill Hader. Yeah. Um, They're the main ones. But John Cena has a role in it. He's hysterical. Like the movie, like the movie's really good. Um, Sister Act's a classic, though. Um, Sister, Act two. Sister, I'm sorry. Pardon, pardon moi. I have a feeling it's gonna be another L for your boy this week. Um, no, no. You gotta get the votes first. Yep. Well, so we'll, that'll go up. That'll be the choice. Okay. So uh, then you can vote on our Facebook page. That's uh, at Tangent Train. All, all small letters. All small letters. Um, we'll that'll go up G-A-N-G-E-N-T. today. T A N G E N T. Right. T R A I N. Yes. Tangent Train. That's on Facebook. At Facebook at Tangent Train. Um, you can also hit us up on our Twitter page. Mm-hmm. At Pod Randomly. That's it's right. Capital P O D Capital R A N D O M L Y. Hoo-hoo, look at you. With the... We also have our new website. Right. The new website. The link is on the Facebook page. Yep. And also in the bio for the Twitter page. That's right. So just click on that click to get on through. The blog and there's two posts. Woo-hoo. Might work on the third one. Oh, shit, son. What you know? Um. So, yeah. Um. That's uh. And we'll be back. Uh, Friday for our regular scheduled podcast. Um, no, no, Pim, we need to get back on schedule. Okay, well, we'll we need to get back on schedule. Yeah, we'll figure okay. out something. I already well, got something to talk about straight thanks up. Thanks for, for listening. Thanks for listening. We uh, we really appreciate all the feedback and votes that we got on this one. Yeah, um, so we hope you enjoy it. And uh, we'll catch you guys next month for the next one. And we'll catch you on Friday for our next podcast. Bye. Bye.